Welcome back to The Coop with Meyer Hatchery, where we talk all things poultry in hopes of inspiring crazy chicken keepers and educating future flock owners. I'm your host, Kendra, and today I'm flying solo in a mini-sode. This mini-sode is a little bit different than our traditional episodes as we cover relevant happenings in and around Meyer Hatchery. Sometimes we also interview industry leaders, and today I'm excited to be joined by Jessica Jacobs of First Saturday Lime. First Saturday Lime is a natural, easy-to-use, and effective repellent that also neutralizes and deodorizes spaces like your chicken coop. They've taken the extra steps to exceed purity requirements to deliver a formula that's safe for your family, gardens, ponds, pets, and animals. If you've been listening to the podcast, you've probably heard me mention their product before, and it's because it's something I personally use each month. I want you all to know that the products, companies, and people we feature on The Coop are all used and adored by us, your hosts. In today's episode, we learn how First Saturday Lime found its start, talk about their recently scored deal on Shark Tank, and of course we cover all of the ways you can use their product in your coop and around your home. Before we dive into the interview, let's go over the review of the week. This review is on Apple Podcasts from user FarmFam2004. It's titled Helpful Information in Great Topics. They write, the information shared in the podcast has been fantastic. I've been a chicken lady for many years and love learning new information. The podcast learning environment is new to me, but I love having the knowledge at hand very easily. I can't tell you how pleased I am to hear this. Jeff will attest, I was a little nervous season keepers would find some of our episodes a little repetitive, but we've been working hard to share all that we know along with the tips and tricks we're hearing from you, our listeners. We're so glad you're here. Now, since you can't really respond to reviews, I thought it would be nice to give you all a shout out during our weekly episodes to show that we see you and are enjoying your feedback. If you're tuning in on Apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate it if you would drop us a review and maybe you'll be featured next. So without further ado, let's get into this mini-sode. Welcome to The Coop, Jessica. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I am so excited that you're here as well. Now for our listeners who may not be familiar with First Saturday Lime, can you just give us a brief introduction into who you are and your role? Yeah, well, I'm Jessica Jacobs, and I am one of the founders, along with my sister, Jenna McDaniel, of First Saturday Lime, and it is a healthy alternative to pest control for anyone that's looking for an all-natural way to control insects. Nice. Now, your family has a background in farming. Yes, uh, we have many generations of cattle and wheat farming. So how did you go from a farming background to first Saturday line? With any kind of farm, getting the right soil is like really important. So my dad was running a wheat farm and he made like a sister company and he had like a soil amendment. We called it the lime pile. Like dad had a lime pile. He would use that to treat his soil so he would have better crops. And then he started selling to other farmers stuff that he wasn't using himself. Him and my grandpa ran it for years, a really long time. And he eventually, he passed a couple of years ago. So we had the lime pile and we were still selling to farmers. 
but we knew this certain kind of lime was a really good alternative for pest control. And we had a lot of friends and family that would come out and just get buckets of it to like put around the house or put in the chicken coop or put um, in the yard for their dogs because they didn't want to have like any chemicals. So me and Jana kind of sat on this idea for a while about going and presenting it in retail. And we got like these coffee bags and just stickers and we put it on Amazon. We bought a thousand bags and we go, if there's interest in like a healthy alternative, then, and we sell out of these thousand bags, we'll like start the process of going into retail. And then once we did, it went a lot faster than we thought. We're like, okay, so let's see what we can do to offer this product to the nation. That's awesome. I love the background. And I'm sorry to hear about your dad, but the legacy you guys are kind of creating from that is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. So now you guys were recently on Shark Tank, right? Yes. Tell us a little bit about that experience. It is probably what you imagine it to be. (laughs) A whirlwind, right? More chaos. Yes. It has just been, yeah, chaos from the get-go, but it's been a lot of fun. So we just aired in the beginning of April and we've had so much interest, like more than we could ever expect. And we had a really great investor. So he's been really helpful on just trying to keep us on the right path. Now, I personally follow you on Instagram. So seeing all the anticipation of that episode being released, like slowly building over time was awesome. But once your episode aired, how many of your customers were recording the episode and tagging you and cheering you on? Like that to me was so awesome to see. Yeah. Was that a heartwarming moment for you guys as well? Yes, we had so much support, but really we've had so much support in the beginning. We are farmers like we are not into marketing like we are just two inexperienced girls in retail so we've always had like a really tight niche community because really the product was being sold by its consumers it was amazing to see how many people were kind of like experiencing that moment with us I too was kind of on the edge of my seat watching your episode. Then to watch Kevin O'Leary sneak in and steal the deal. I mean, I could almost just hear everyone cheering you on. So I'm super excited to see what's to come. Now you're already kind of experienced an increase in volume of new customers currently from Mm -hmm. the episode, right? Yes. Yeah. And whenever we found out that we were going to be on the show, we were like planning to have all this help and support and we're going to have like a big watch party. But then whenever the coronavirus developing into more and more serious issue, we really had to rearrange our plans. (laughs) So like we did Zoom, like we had a good Zoom party for everyone that wanted to watch with us. And we had to, you know, really strategically plan out like who was going to be at the barn. You know, we wanted to keep everyone safe. So we were trying to really process as much lime and get it stocked as much as we could, but we had some limitations on getting that. So we had just a lot of plans on communicating with our new customers about like expectations of when shipping will happen and all that. 
Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about First Saturday Lime in the product in general. Why do you guys call it First Saturday Lime? First Saturday Lime is a once a month application and we suggest people applying it on the first Saturday of every month. It's just really the name itself is a really good reminder. And then we take to like social media and our collaborators on like making a fun event out of it. So people can remind themselves to you know make sure and get down their application. That's great. I love that because as I'm sure everyone is well aware it's easy to get sidetracked by all of your chores that you need to do or new projects, especially in the spring. Um, So having that reminder that you need to clean out your coop the first Saturday of every month is necessary. Any prevention, you know, it's you really need a good reminder because it's a lot easier to prevent than to treat an infestation. Now, what sets your Lyme product apart from other Lyme solutions or just other natural products people would use within their coop or their home? Yes, we get that question a lot. So usually Lyme that you see in the store, usually it's barn Lyme or a garden Lyme. And that Lyme is just mined out of a quarry. So it's just mined limestone. And it's really, really safe, but it's full of impurities. So it's very weak and you can never really use it as a pest control um, because that's how weak it is. And then you have another type of lime that you see in stores that's called hydrated lime. That is pulverized limestone that has been burnt to a certain degree and it burns out all the impurities, which makes it very strong, but it has a chemical reaction with water. So it can cause burns if you touch it um, because it reacts with the water in your skin. So basically we have all various types of lime like this on our farm. We took a certain type of lime and we made it safe like barn lime, but just as strong as hydrated lime. Nice. So really the best of both worlds in one product. Definitely. Let's talk a little bit more about how safe your product is to use. Now, you can use this around children, around your home, around pets and animals. It makes it a really great all-purpose lime for your household. Yes. Like when we first started, we got every test in the book to make sure that it was safe and that we could stand behind how safe it was. So how do you see people using it in their chicken coops or around their chickens typically? Well, chickens our number one customers because there's so many uses. Um, you can apply a thin layer on top of any type of bedding for chickens and it will repel insects like fleas and mites and lice, but it also dries up any lurking larvae that could be in there. So that's a really great preventative. And not only will it repel the adult insect and then destroy the larvae, but it's also a great odor control because it's a really strong desiccant. So it's absorbing and it's drying out excess moisture. And I personally use for Saturday Lime and I actually used you long before you made your big break (laughs) Um, (laughs) quite a few months ago. And again, just like you said, I stumbled upon you through Instagram and decided to give it a try. People were raving about the product and I really didn't have a good solution to cleaning my coop. 
as bad as that sounds, <laughs> as an avid chicken keeper. It was really just me shoveling out old bedding and adding new bedding constantly. Um, so I started using it probably last fall because the chickens, we had a lot more this fall than we typically have in our coop. And I knew that it was going to be stinky by spring, mm-hmm. <laughs> for lack of better terms. <laughs> and so I started using it and it is crazy. It's like magic, I swear. I tell people about it all the time. I don't think anyone really realizes how good it is until you use it yourself. The stench is gone. And as soon as I can start smelling my chicken coop, I know it's time to apply for Saturday Lime again. And it's Mm -hmm. so easy to use. It's so nice to have on hand. And I'm currently waiting for my next box and I cannot wait. I have stacks of bedding like waiting. I don't want to put anything new down until I get my lime down. (laughs) Yeah. And that's a really good indicator of like when to apply for Sire Lime. Like you can prevent it or you can put an application on right when you change the bedding. But we get the question like, well, when should I change the bedding? And it kind of varies on how many chickens you have and what size space. So whenever you notice odor, that's when you need to reapply or change the bedding and reply. In this winter, I used the deep litter method, which was a little bit new to me. And applying that first Saturday lime in between those layers made spring clean out so much better. So I actually apply it to my floor before I add new bedding. And then I do apply it in my nesting boxes as well as once my bedding's down, like a perimeter around the outside of our barn. Yes. Yeah. The perimeter, I always recommend doing the perimeter. So pour a two inch line around the base of the coop and that gives you a pest barrier. So we recommend doing that at least once a month. And I especially like that perimeter because we converted an old barn to be our coop. So we don't have like a nice new fancy coop that's Instagram worthy. Like it really looks (laughs) like a chicken barn. (laughs) So our our foundation of our barn is old. It's cracked. You know, we see a lot of ants and other pests. So it just gives me like a little bit more peace of mind that we won't have issues because we've added that perimeter around the outside. So if you're in the same situation, it's a great use there. Now, we talked about in a Meyer Moment episode quite a while ago about whitewashing the inside of your coop if you're looking to clean it out. And that had never crossed my mind. Can you talk a little bit about what that process looks like and how to use lime in that situation? Yeah. So with ours, we recommend one part water, one part salt, and then one part first sari lime. You have to keep in mind that first sari lime is water insoluble. So it doesn't have a reaction with water. You're just mixing it so you can get a good application over the coop. Um, And you have to stir while like applying it with a brush. So, and the salt like helps it dry a little bit faster, but that will really, if you have a a wood chicken coop, that really helps protect your flock from infestations because insects love laying eggs and homing in wood. So it really gets down, you know, in the deep part of the wood to give you that really good protection. Yeah, I think that's going to be on my list this spring because like any old chicken coop, we have a lot of dusty cobwebs hanging. So Mm -hmm. I really want to get in there this spring and clean all of that out. And then I'm thinking about whitewashing the inside because really the roof of our barn or the walls of our barn haven't been touched in probably like 
50 years on the inside. I mean, the outside has been repainted, right, to make it look Uh acceptable. But (laughs) the inside is another story. So I love the idea of whitewashing as another way to help clean your coop this spring. Yeah, and also makes it look really pretty. (laughs) Exactly. Just what we need, right? And then we'll just add some curtains and we'll be all good. Yeah, Instagram worthy. Now, you can also add lime to water. I started doing that with my chicken waters this winter. We use a couple different types of heated waters, and it always gets gross in there, like a little algae, smelly, weird. So I started sprinkling a little bit into my water, but you can use that in any water for any animal, right? Correct. Yeah. It just like a soil amendment, it controls the pH levels. So by applying it to water, it's going to help control the pH levels like a pool and then that will help you control algae and moss buildup for a longer period of time. But you have to keep in mind because first sorry lime is water insoluble, it's going to soak to the bottom. And if the animal ingests it, just keep in mind that's just an extra calcium source. So great for chickens too, especially if you're providing like crushed eggshells or oyster shells. That's again, just a calcium additive. Same thing with first Saturday lime. It's just a little extra calcium for them. Mm -hmm. And they love, my girls, I have two silkies. They love bathing in it. So if you like shake the bag, they like, no, I'm going to put it down. And they just like start bathing in it. So that's another great use for chickens is to put it in their dust bath. A lot of people mix it with like soil or ash, but I just put it in a big pile and then they just do their thing. It's amazing. And I bet that looks so much cleaner having that nice little white glow to them versus all of the dirt that my chickens are rolling around in. <laughs> And two, if you don't have a bin, like our chickens free range all day long. So I don't really provide them a dust bath bin. I just let them find their own hole. Um, If that's the same case, I've actually taken a scoop of first Saturday lime. And in the area where I know they dust bathe often because there's a giant hole in the middle of my yard, I'll sprinkle some first Saturday lime in there too, just to make sure they're not you know, commingling insects or for instance, if one were to have mites and then go ahead and dust bath in there, I don't want the next chicken to get in there and obtain those mites mm-hmm. or lice or anything like that. So I tend to take a sprinkle of that and just toss into the hole they're already using. Um, and so far I've had good results. We haven't had any issues with pests or bugs or anything like that on our chickens. So this is not only a spectacular product for chickens, this can also be used across your home and garden. Obviously, we've talked a little bit about like the soil amendments, but it's really good. I just saw you guys posted about aphids, right? You Mm -hmm. added it to a plant that had some on there? Yeah, it had, we had amazing results with aphids. So we made the product primarily for just the average homeowner. You can use it for your home. You can do the perimeter. Again, pour a two inch line around the base of the outside of the home, and then that will give you a pest barrier. And we say to go ahead and check that line at least once a month and reapply to places that um, are bare due to the rain or maybe wind. And then you can also apply to the garden. 
So it's completely safe. If you want to use it on a vegetable garden, you can do the perimeter around your beds or you can sprinkle on the plant and just wait 12 to 24 hours and rinse off. I love it. I am planning on using it in the garden this year. Like I said, I started last fall. So at the end of the season for me, um, but I'm excited to have it on hand. And another pest that I commonly see you guys using it for is ants. So I'm definitely going around our house. If you live in an old farmhouse, you may experience like ants in your kitchen in the summer. I know mm-hmm. we do. For what or just I- have a husband that doesn't do the dishes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, he left too many crumbs on the floor that the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, here comes all the ants. And our mudroom especially is like that. Just like the seals around our doors are old just from living in an old farmhouse. So I am anticipating as soon as my shipment arrives, sprinkling it around the outside there because I think that's where they tend to come in through and then land in yeah. the somehow. And we tested on like all those different ways to apply to a home. Like we did like inside where the window seals are because that's where a lot of ants come in. Um, you know, like inside around the house, but really the best protection you're going to have is doing it on the outside, on the base of your home. Now, are there any other, just for an average user who may just have a couple chickens and use it there, if they were to buy a bigger bag to try to get more value out of it, what are some of your personal favorite ways to use the product? Well, I love using it in my bird bath. I have really big inherited bird bath in my backyard and just the algae that kind of builds up because you don't have a lot of water in there usually with the summer heat. It just builds algae so fast. So I love using it in the bird bath. I know that it's safe for birds and bees, um, but it's going to keep me from cleaning it all the time. Oh, that's a great tip. Use it for one thing and then you keep finding new ways to use it. <laughs> exactly. So how is First Saturday Lime available for purchase? So we're on our website. It's firstsaturdaylime.com. You can find us there. So we carry a five pound bag and a 20 pound bag of lime. And then because we are a monthly application, we do offer a subscription service. So you can purchase one time, get set up, and then you don't have to remind yourself to reorder every month and we'll ship it out before the first Saturday of every month. That's awesome service. And see, I started out because I was honestly a little hesitant. So I just bought my one bag to try. And then this last time I went back and forth contemplating whether or not I wanted to do a subscription. And now I'm Mm -hmm. kind of mad at myself for not doing the subscription service. We hear that all the time. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, if you're hesitant, yeah, go ahead and just try you know, just try it out. But if you have chickens, like you're going to notice the, at least the odor, like right off bat. Good. So now if you are contemplating purchasing one of the bags to give it a try, first of all, I highly recommend that you do the 20 pound bag because you will not regret it. But when you do, you can make sure to use our discount code that First Saturday Lime has generously provided us. It gives you 20% off your first bag. You just want to make sure you're using the discount code the coop, and I'll be sure to link for Saturday Lime's website and that discount code down below in the show notes. All right, so to end today's segment, I do have a quick fun question for you, Jessica. If you could be any chicken breed, what would you be and why? I'm definitely going to have to go with the Silky. They just remind me of the pug of the chicken world. You know? <laughs> 
too funny. That is a great <laughs> connection. That is so funny. <laughs> they're like a little harder to keep alive because, you know, they're very noticeable to predators and their eggs are, you know, smaller than their average chicken. I'm actually looking at them right now. They're by my door. Um, they're just so fun. Like they're just so goofy. So I don't know if it's compared to any other chicken. I'm sure other chickens are goofy, but this breed is the look about them. They're just even more goofier. So. <laughs> no, I love it. They are a really funny breed and a lot of people like keeping them as pets and you have two silkies, right? Yes, Cookie and Angel. They are just, they are just princesses. They pretty much just run that show for us around our house. So, <laughs> And if you follow First Saturday Lime on Instagram, you will not miss them. They typically tag along with you to work sometimes, right? Yeah, we take them to work. You know, it's kind of a team effort and keeping these girls happy. So we definitely <laughs> need <sweet>. help. <laughs> All right, Jessica. Well, that concludes today's episode. Thank you for taking the time out to chat with me today. Yeah, thank you. I hope this episode helps those of you struggling with pests and odors with a safe and effective solution while also inspiring new ways you can use First Saturday Lime around your farm, home, and garden. Do you use First Saturday Lime? Tell us how in our exclusive Facebook group, Inside the Coop. If you're still a little skeptical, I understand I was too. So that's why I'm giving our In The Coop members a sneak peek at how I use and apply First Saturday Lime around my personal coop and garden. I'll provide a link below in the show notes so you don't miss out. And again, if you'd like to give First Saturday Lime a try, use The Coop at checkout to receive 20% off your first bag. You can find the link and discount code below. If you order, be sure to tag Meyer Hatchery and First Saturday Lime so we can cheer you on. Thanks for listening to The Coop. Be sure to subscribe and if you'd be so kind, drop us a review. See you all next week. Bye.